This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. This is Gene Hilton from Spirit of Prophecy Ministries, inviting you to join me each week on Saturday at 12 noon to our program, Raising the Standard. I will be raising the standard of biblical interpretation regarding Rosh Hashanah and the Messianic Kingdom to come with a Jewish Messianic perspective. Tune in and allow the spirit of prophecy to touch and change your life. A1 Auto Care of Hope Sound is a WCNO corporate underwriter. Dave and Esther Morgan have been serving Treasure Coast motorists since 1986 with the best in automotive care. A1 Auto Care is located across the railroad tracks at the next crossing south of Bridge Road in Hope Sound. A1 Auto Care is available at 546-6667, where honesty is their only policy. That's 772-546-6667. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. God is the God of second chances. Amen. Amen. He's also the God of third chances, and fourth chances, and fifth chances. How many of you are glad for the fifth chance? Because <laughs> I know some of y'all had more than two chances, if we're being honest this morning. Amen. I'm glad that God is the God of many chances and that His grace is sufficient. Amen. I just want to recap a little bit because I want to continue along the same lines this morning. Today's message is not only about the God of the do-over, but we're going to be talking about the God of the makeover. Somebody say makeover. makeover. I mean, oh, God can make over your life into something you never thought it could be. Come on, isn't that good news? Touch somebody and say, he's the God of the makeover. Yeah, we're going to have to do this enthusiastically. Touch somebody and say, he is the God of the makeover. I told you last week, we really want a do-over when we fail at something or when we sin. Thank you, Brother Paul. When we sin really big or sometimes we want to do over when we don't give it our best effort. Or we just feel like we've underachieved on a few things. We go to God and we ask Him for the do-over. And we say, God, we need another turn. We need to, I want to try this again. I need another shot at it. And how many know God's grace is sufficient? He'll give you a do-over if you ask for one. That's a lot about, that's a lot like the Spirit of God was speaking this morning. When he was talking about releasing people and forgiving people. I mean, that's the first step to a do-over. Come on, amen. If you were here last week, we talked about realigning ourselves with God and getting into alignment with the purposes for our lives that He's called us to and lining up with what He has for us and really letting His Word become active in our lives so that we can be conformed to that Word. Amen? I mean, we've got to be not just transformed by the Word, but we've got to conform to it. There's a place of obedience that we have to walk in. Obedience is our part. Yeah, one amen on obedience. We don't like that word, do we? No, we like receiving. Abundance. But obedience is our part. I mean, no, it takes obedience to walk according to the will of God. Amen? And God, listen, God is not sitting by waiting on the work to be done. 
He's not just sitting by. God is not, uh, not just hanging out going, well, I wish they would just get it together. I wish they could just pull themselves together. I wish they would just line up. I wish they would just hurry up and pull. I'm tired. I'm just, come on, Jesus. What's going on down there? You ever feel like God talks about you that way? God's not just sitting by idly doing that stuff. Amen? He's not just up there going, I wish they'd hurry up and get obedient. But, but God is working through the Holy Spirit actively in our lives to make us over in the image of Jesus Christ. God really wants to do a makeover in you. Sometimes we need to do over, but in the process, God is made, having a makeover done in your life so that eventually you become looking like Jesus and you don't look like you anymore. When people see you, they don't see you, they see Jesus. And that's the good news of the gospel. Amen? So we're going to pick up back in Jeremiah 29, where we were at last week, beginning in verse 4. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn over there this morning. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to all who were carried away captive, whom I have caused to be carried away from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and dwell in them. Plant gardens and eat the fruit. Take wives and beget sons and daughters. And take wives for your sons and give your daughters to husbands so that they may bear sons and daughters, that you may be increased there and not diminished. That's a whole other sermon about being fruitful in the land of your affliction. We'll, we'll do that another day. And verse 7 says, And seek the peace of the city, while I have caused you to be carried away captive, and pray to the Lord for it. For its peace you will have peace. For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Do not let your prophets and your diviners who are in the midst deceive you, nor listen to your dreams, which you have caused to be dreamed. For they prophesy falsely to you in my name. I have not sent them, says the Lord. I mean, you've got to be careful what you hear. And who you let speak into your life. Verse 10 says, For thus says the Lord, after 70 years are completed at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word towards you, and cause you to return to this place. For I know the thoughts, another translation says the plans, that I think towards you, says the Lord, the thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me, and go and pray to me, and I will listen. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all of your heart. I will be found by you, says the Lord, and I will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and from all the places where I have driven you, says the Lord, and I will bring you to the place from which I cause you to be carried away captive. We talked a little bit about this last week when we were in the book of Lamentations, how Jeremiah was weeping and lamenting over the fact that the children of Israel have been carried away into bondage and to slavery. This is the word of the Lord to these same children of Israel that have been carried away in bondage, that He's going to bring them back. And there's a word over their life. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank You for Your word this morning. I thank You for truth. I thank You, God, that it's imparted to us this morning. I thank You, God, that it changes us from the inside out. God, that we're not the same when we leave this place as we were when we got here. God, that we're changed. God, that there's an improvement made in us, God, a desire for You like we've never had before. I thank You for the Holy Ghost who does that work this morning. And I thank You for the anointing, God, that imparts it to us. Father, I thank You that the words I speak are not my words, but they're Your words. They're words of the Holy Spirit this morning. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen. Amen. How many of you know in the middle of all kinds of confusion going on in your life, God's got a plan? Amen. He's not unaware. I know there's a lot going on in the world right now. and We've just, you know, sometimes I ask myself, how in the world do we let people that are prime ministers and presidents over nations that sponsor terror come into our country, get up into our buildings, our government buildings, stand up and begin to 
talk about how evil the United States of America is and how evil our nation is, and we give them a free pass on it. And, I, you know, I watch this stuff with the United Nations when it comes around every year, and it just blows my mind sometimes. And I think about things like that, and I think, man, what? You know, are, 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 we, are we, and I don't mean this in a negative way, but are we stupid? You know, do we just do dumb things? I mean, it's one thing to have grace and mercy for people, but it's another one to let the enemy come in your house and say, this is my beautiful bedroom. That's my wife's jewelry box. Don't she have beautiful jewelry? Okay, I'm going to leave you here for an hour, and then I'll come back and see how you're doing. You don't do that with a thief, do you? Come on now. We are really living in a state of confusion and chaos. And all around us, it feels like the nation is even divided. You know, how many know this morning God's not a Republican? Come on, he's not a Democrat. He's not a Republican. I know that might mess up some of your theology this morning. But God's God. His kingdom is bigger than the United States of America. It's bigger than this global economy. It's bigger than anything you want to deal with or anything you want to talk about. His kingdom is the kingdom. Matter of fact, all the kingdoms of the world make up a little part of His kingdom. It's called His footstool. God's a big God. But it just seems like, especially in our culture, in our nation, that things are so divided. Every time that we get into an election cycle, it's like people choose a side. You're either red or you're blue. And, there's, and people get divided. How many know the church ought to be a place where there ain't no red and blue? The church ought to be a place where there's, where there's white, where there's yellow, where there's black, where there's brown, where there's red, where there's blue, where there's... I don't care what color you are. That's what the church ought to be. We ought to represent the kingdom of God. But it just seems like to me lately for the last decade or so, there's been a real state of confusion surrounding especially our nation, which is really problematic for a lot of people living today the economy is pretty much tanked a lot of people out there suffering isn't that right a lot of people don't have work a lot of people don't have no place to 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 lay their head down people are struggling uh they said three generational living is coming back in style that means grandpa mom and dad and the kids all live together Mm -hmm. but we're seeing things like that begin to take place again but can i just declare to you in the middle of all that god is not clueless He knows what's going on. God's not sitting idly by. He has a plan. And guess what? The plan ain't on hold. It's not in a holding pattern. It's not circling the United States of America. It's not hanging out over the roof of your house and you're sitting around going, where's the blessing? The plan is in motion. God is working behind the scenes. The Holy Ghost is moving. He is convicting. He is changing. He is pouring out. He is anointing. He is healing. He is calling people into the kingdom that have never come before. God is at work today in our lives. He's at work in our nation. I believe that with all my heart. This is a very interesting passage because not only does it say you carried away, but I caused you to be carried away. I caused you to be carried away. Go ahead and write this down if you're taking notes this morning. The first thing that I want to get across to you when it comes to your makeover is God says, I know where you are. I know where you are. Touch somebody and say, I know where you are. So of course you do. I'm sitting right beside you. Listen to me, folks. It doesn't matter how far you've been carried away or how far you've run away from the call of God on your life or how far you've been into a mess or how deep of a hole you've dug for yourself or the circumstances of your life. God says, I know where you are. I know exactly where you are. 
And here he's speaking to a group of people that really believe that God has forgotten them. Here's a group of people that believe they are the children of the promise. They're the children of the Abrahamic covenant. They're the children under the law of Moses. They believe they have this covenant with God. And now all of a sudden, God doesn't have their back no more. They feel like they've been forgotten. And God is saying, I not only know where you are, I put you there. Now, I know some of us will have a hard time with that because that doesn't just sound like the God of grace and mercy that we've been described to in a lot of seeker-friendly churches. They really just can't believe that God would really allow something bad to happen to you. Are you trying to tell me, Pastor, that, that God let them get into a dangerous situation and, and let them go into bondage and let them go become slaves and even when He had a covenant with them? Are you just trying to tell me that's what God did? Yes, I am. That's exactly what He did. Here's what God said. He was saying to them, I let you go there because of the sin that's in your life. It's the sin in your life. In other words, your disobedience has separated me and you and we ain't in fellowship anymore. And as a result of your disobedience, as a result of the sin in your life, I have allowed you to be taken captive by your enemies. Come on, somebody. Into the place where you're at now. And I know where you're at. I let you go there. I mean, sometimes when you got teenagers growing up and they're out there living in the world, going wild, going nuts, going crazy, sometimes jail is good for them. I mean, some parents, it's good not to bail your kids out. How many of you know a lot of us in our, in our lifetime have really just kind of forgot the law of cause and effect? Every time you do something, just because, there's going to be an effect to it. In biblical terms, we call that sowing and reaping. If you plant a kernel of corn in the ground, it's going to come up. If you plant wheat in the ground, it's going to grow. Isn't that right? What you sow, you're going to reap. In the rock and roll world, where everybody parties, they say what comes around goes around. In Hindu religion, they call it karma. You kick a dog, somebody's going to kick you. Hmm? But that is a law. It is a natural law. It's not a supernatural law. It's a natural law. It's called cause and effect. And it's in operation in this natural realm that we live in. Amen? Thank you for joining us today for The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. Hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 